This is the Warrior's Way podcast. I am your host, Dennis Tooley, and I want to thank you for listening in and hope that you are finding the Warrior's Way podcast encouraging and inspirational and informational as you battle through the struggles with MS or whatever debilitating chronic disease you might face. On this week's episode of The Warrior's Way, we're joined on the phone by our special guest, Amanda Stevenson. Tell me a little bit about uh, tell me a little bit about your journey with MS. Tell me a little bit about your story. Well, I was um, working at a juvenile detention center. I love working with kids, and um, I kept getting these headaches. And sometimes they would be so bad that I would just I would black out. And that is a bad place to black black out because you know. Sometimes you're in the control room and you control every door and they don't do it. Right. So I figured out I needed to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and doctor after doctor after doctor. Total time nothing. So I live in a state where there's not very many specialty doctors. Um, we let it took probably two years for me to finally get diagnosed. But it all came because my dad passed away. But it really was me and my dad was close. He was my best friend. We talked every single day. And he was always there. But when he passed away, you know, not only was the headaches already there, it was the numbness, the tingling, the memory loss. I'd be driving down the road and forget where I was going. So I'd have to pull over and just sit there for a little bit till I was like, okay, well, wake up, Amanda, you know, where you at? Where you going? So sometimes I'd have to call somebody and say, I'm a so and so place, and I can't remember where I'm going. I thought people picked me up a couple of times. Right. But, um, and so I finally seen a really good doctor. He's right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, and that's what he specializes in. He specializes in multiple sclerosis. And um, he looked at me and he said, Well, let's do these tests. And we did those tests, and he told me right away, he said, Amanda, you have multiple sclerosis, and I lost it. Uh, I'm like, well, what is this going to lead me now? You know, the medicine is like, can stop it. Uh, am I going to buy some of I knew hardly anything about multiple sclerosis. Right. How long ago was that that you had that diagnosis? March the 28th, 2012, the day after my birthday. Wow. Happy birthday. Actually, it's interesting you say it was right after your birthday. Uh, yeah. Because... Uh, and, and the similarity of, of story, uh, the the, head, the the extreme headaches that they couldn't find the answers to, to the point where you would pass out because the pain was so extreme, and, and that uh, very very reminiscent of my own story. Uh, and then uh, in 2003, uh, on October 3rd, two days after my birthday, was when I was diagnosed, and uh, so it. it it's kind of interesting that uh, you were kind of diagnosed close to your birthday, and uh, it's, it's really kind of an unfair birthday present, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so, as, as you as you alluded to, when the doctor said, "Okay, here's the diagnosis," that was devastating to you at that point because you didn't you you weren't equipped or prepared to 
received that uh, that diagnosis, you you really didn't didn't know much about MS. What did yeah, you, I didn't know a thing. What did you What did you do, or who did you reach out to to help you navigate through those early days when you you didn't have a foundation of understanding? How did you get through those days? Um, I have an, an aunt, and. Uh, she ended up getting diagnosed with multiple sclerosis also. So she was the one who led me to the doctor in Nashville. And I would talk to her every single day. And I'm like, you know, what do I do? You know, what do I need to change the way I eat? Do I need to change my way of life? And she, she stood beside me the whole time. And she helped me through the worst of the days. And then on Facebook, we have uh, a group that meets every month. I haven't been able to go to the meeting, but they still talk about them on the Facebook page. But we all really interact that way. And then we have seminars where um, people will come and talk about the new medications that come out. And we all socialize that way also. And you find out a little bit more. And, you know, everybody's story is different, but some of the stories are very similar. Right. It's like something tragic happened. And all the symptoms just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that in conversation with fellow MS warriors, uh, you'll, you find the, the similarities of certain symptoms that yet this disease is such uh, a unique individualized disease that uh, everybody reacts differently to the various medications that are available everybody reacts differently to uh, to the stress uh, of life or to you know uh, there are people that I talk with that say oh the, the the cold weather just is horrible for me and and then some people it's just the opposite the heat is just horrendous for them and and so uh getting to hear the the stories of what other people have gone through you find those similarities but then you also realize that uh we each kind of face this monster at, at different battle points yeah it does i mean it makes a lot of sense you know when i got diagnosed you know i was you know even though my dad passed away i'd have to say i was probably the happiest i've been in my whole life but, you know, they say everything happens for a reason, and I am a real firm believer, because when I got diagnosed, me and my husband ended up getting a divorce. But after we got a divorce, um, you know, you go through all sorts of things, like, well, how am I going to make it? You know, what am I going to do? You know, is anybody ever going to love me? Knowing that maybe one day, uh, we're going to have to take care of me. Well, that opened up the door to my high school sweetheart and I reconnecting. And I know your friends on my friends list. I don't know if you noticed, but we recently got married on January the 19th. Well, congratulations on that. Um, I, I can't say that... Uh, I, I probably noticed it, but I can't say I remembered it. But congratulations. <laughs> I know how that is. <laughs> well... It's interesting how even, you know, we talk about, yes, 
You get diagnosed with a debilitating disease like MS, and yet you can find the positives in that. And, oh, yeah, and, and, exactly. And I, and I think just that's part of life, uh, you know, the fact that you and your, your husband at the time ended up getting a divorce, and yet in the midst of that, you found something positive by reconnecting with uh, a, a relationship from the past, and now you just got married. And so you, you, in the midst of what can often seem daunting and negative, you can find the positive. Oh, yes, most definitely. I mean, you can find the positive in anything. You don't need to have a negative attitude. You know, good things come to people who wait. Um, I always thought it was uh, good things come to people who have a lot of weight, um, but evidently that's not the case because I still have a lot of weight, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fat joke. Never mind. Uh, boom. Okay. So let me ask. Let me ask you this: uh, Have you? Is there some some place along the way that somebody gave you a piece of advice or a piece of encouragement that? meant so much to you that helped carry you through some of those dark days? You know, they didn't give me the advice after I got diagnosed because my dad never got to see that. Okay. But my dad had emphysema and COPD. Mm. And he found that out after he was like, I think they said he was on a 10-foot scaffold. He fell and hit concrete. He broke all of his ribs. He couldn't go back to work. He had to depend on mama. But dad always said that everything happens for a reason and good things always come to people who wait. Well, he got diagnosed in 2000 and they told him that if he quit smoking and he would change his life and be more positive, he would live longer. And he did. He lived 10 years longer. But he's, he raised me where I always had to have a positive attitude. I couldn't look at things negative. There's always, you know, there's always a rainbow after the rain. And I think it, it is so important for people to understand, especially if somebody wasn't raised with, like you, raised with a dad that says, hey, find the, find the positive, try to stay positive, focus on that. If you didn't have that in your upbringing, uh, it, it's so difficult for people to understand or to really see how true the benefit of living life in, in, with a, a sense of positivity that focuses on, uh, on the good and, and intentionally looking for the good People don't understand how beneficial that is to your overall health and just your overall approach to everything you face in life. Mm -hmm. So, if uh, here, here you have an opportunity to give encouragement to the listeners of the uh, Warriors Way podcast. Uh, what words of encouragement do you have that you want to share with with our listeners? When you roll over in the morning and you open your eyes and you can see, you can move your arms, 
you can walk, you can talk. You can open up the front door and you can see all the birds chirping, the trees, the sounds of nature. And just just keep a positive attitude and always have a can-do attitude. You know, can't never could. You wake up, you smile, you be happy. Always lend a hand. There's always somebody out there that has it worse than you do. Be that blessing. Exactly. Be that smile that somebody needs during the day. If the woman or somebody is outside at the grocery store and they need help, they're struggling, help that person. You know, helping and being there and being positive goes a lot of way. And thank the Lord. He's always on your side. You may not understand why he throws things your way, but eventually you'll understand. I sure do. Well, those are great words of of encouragement uh, because it is so true that when we focus on trying to lift up those around us, when we look at how can we how can we be an encouragement, how can we share uh, some joy, some happiness with those around us? that what goes around comes around. Uh, if, if you, you know, there are those people out there that are, it's karma. Well, uh, for, for me, uh, personally, as, as a Christian, I look at what the, the Bible says, and, and the Bible says, give, and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's, that's a, a, a philosophy of abundance. And so yeah. the more that I give, to encourage the more that I give to try and bring a smile or a, a bit of laughter for others in return it that comes back to me in abundance and my life is my life is so much better not because I went out saying hey I'm gonna do this and I expect you to make me happy but the, the result of sharing a smile sharing a laugh sharing a word of encouragement it comes back, and your life is in, in com- compounded with abundance. Your life is that much better. And so, Amen, sir. So I, I do my best to uh, encourage others, and uh, that's kind of why we started the, the Warrior's Way podcast, to get those words of encouragement out. So, Amanda, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to uh, spend just a couple of minutes visiting with us here. I hope that... Uh, get a chance to listen to other podcast. I mean, other episodes of the, of the Warriors Way podcast, but please uh, share it with your friends and share it with the, the, the people in your support group, whether it's an online support group or you get face-to-face with people. Share, share this with them and let them know that uh, uh, I was on the Warriors Way podcast that so you can listen in and on, because they need to hear the words of encouragement and the story of how you face this daunting giant uh, monster that we call MF. Well, I appreciate your time. I will let you go and uh, hope we get to talk again sometime soon. Thank you.